What's up? It's Alexander Madison, running back from the Minnesota Vikings, and you're watching Clock Management. Hey guys, it's September 20th, 2019. I'm Justin, and as always, I'm joined by Perry. Hello. Hey, Justin, I was thinking, if I could rearrange the alphabet, I'd put you and I together. <laughs> Dang it. I wish I had a, a sweet like uh, caveat onto that to carry us into the rest of this, <laughs> but I don't. So I'm just going to roll into it. <laughs> uh, make sure you guys follow us on Twitter. It's right at the top of the video. Uh, you can catch our podcasts on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and basically everywhere else. I did want to bring up that we also have a Facebook page and a Instagram page that uh, I never mention. So make sure you go check those out. And this is Clock Management. <laughs> ready for this uh week these week three matchups now pretty exciting uh it's yeah. our friday episode uh we're recording early so i don't have any beer uh, i don't think yeah. you do right no no, no. it's too early yeah too but, early for beer but later i'm gonna be drinking some beer uh sent to me by crossed arrows brewery you guys should go check them out they're they're a local one here in washington just started up uh pretty awesome beer where can you find them? Uh, they have a Facebook uh, page. They also have a web website, which is crossedarrowsbrewery.com. So pretty nice. easy to find. Uh, great beer, too. Great people, too. Good, good atmosphere over at their brewery. We'll have to go check it out. Yeah, for sure. I'll, I'll bring you some beer next time we meet up, too. Oh, man. You had me at bringing you some beer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want to uh, get us into some quick news? I just want to remind everybody before we do that, that we are giving away a signed Tyreek Hill jersey. Yes. I know he isn't playing right now, but he's still relevant. Uh, and if you want a chance to win that, all you got to do is sub subscribe to us on YouTube. So I, I, I remember, Perry, I was adamant on doing it at 300 followers or subscribers. Uh, I, I think I'm going I, I'm on board with you now that that may be too many, uh, too, I, too quick a growth. Uh, I was eager. <laughs> So I, I'm saying let's just do it at the the end of let's say week eight. Okay. Yeah. Regardless of what how many viewers or subscribers we have. Unless we hit three hundred before that. Yeah, exactly. So you it's so up to you tell guys. Tell your friends, guys. <laughs> yeah. Tell your friends. Just subscribe. I, I, like I said it before, subscribe on your grandma's YouTube account. If your grandma doesn't have a YouTube account, it's very easy. You know how to do it. Just subscribe. <laughs> All right. Today we're going to get into just a few pieces of news, some breaking news that just came out, of course. And then we'll get into the matchups and talk about a few start sits, a few players' uh, starts of the week, that sort of thing. Uh, but let's start with the headline news today. And that is that Tevin Coleman is no longer in a walking booth. <laughs> you got me. You got me. <laughs> I dropped my head in disappointment. <laughs> no, te yeah. So Tevin Coleman shed the walking boot. Doesn't mean he's playing. I think you're still good with the other two running backs in San Francisco. If you have one of them, I would start him. I would I would start them uh, until Tevin Coleman comes back, and we'll see how that plays out a little bit. But uh, no, I'm messing with you guys. The big news is the news that just dropped about an hour ago, and that's that Antonio Brown has been released by the Patriots. Antonio Brown no longer has a team. Uh, in my opinion, this is one week too late i mean this should have happened last week this should he should never been signed yeah but i guess i guess the allegations never didn't officially come out until he was signed by the patriots but uh you know what i think really did it the text was, messages well i mean that i feel like all that of course no did you see the recent right. one about the text messages no, i did yeah oh, okay yeah, yeah, I yeah, did. yeah but i i think what really the final because i mean the patriots i feel like they give off this impression that you know, they don't care. They're going to follow, you know, whatever. If they're allowed to play, you're going to play sort of thing. But I think Bill Belichick was just done. I, I think he was done answering questions and, and talking about it. Yeah. I think he's finally like, this isn't worth it. This is not worth it. 
Um, but well, yeah, and, I don't. And think, I think those I text messages going to the because they forward those to the NFL headquarters, and I feel like there's actually going to be repercussions from that for once. Oh, so, yeah. so oh, I, yeah. I I think they're just getting ahead of the ball on this. Uh, Antonio Brown will not play another game this year. That's how I feel about this. Maybe ever. Maybe ever, but I'm going to, from what we know right now, Antonio Brown, in my opinion, will not play again this year. I don't even know. I don't even think he'll be on a team. Yeah, I can't remember the last time there was a player with this much issue off-field issues. Dude, you know, people are trying to compare him to, like, Terrell Owens. The, the thing with Terrell Owens was all his drama was, like, on the field, just kind of him being eccentric. Yeah, drama, it, right? it wasn't criminal activity. Right. It wasn't – He, I don't think he ever hurt his team. Now, until he – well, that, I guess that's not fair because I feel like he destroyed a few teams and then just left. But I, I don't think it was ever like I, he wasn't there, right? He was skipping practices and skipping team meetings and, and threatening to retire and then having rape allegations and – more rape yeah. allegations <laughs> and sending and, threatening text messages yeah. it's it's i don't know you know i think uh i we i think we've already said this and i know a lot of other people have said it but what this really shows to me is the steelers are smarter than they appear and mike tomlin is much better at managing people than than it appeared uh on the surface yeah from the outside but, uh, my opinion right now, I own Antonio Brown in our main league. I'm holding him until I hear some more news. Not because I selfishly want to own him, but because I don't want to drop a guy that could end up playing. And considering this is the NFL, anything can happen. Uh, Roger Goodell has no idea and how, plus, to, how to punish people. Yeah, so. waivers already went through this week, so the wa- you know, waiver wire is not... Yeah doesn't have a lot in there a lot of meat in there um, yeah so you might as well hold on to him through this week to see what happens if you're in a dynasty though trade him in my opinion and if you don't own him and somebody offers you him for dirt cheap sure sure go grab him stash him in your dynasty league but there's a there is a very good chance he doesn't play this year and there is a fair chance he never plays again so yeah, it's rough. All right, let's move on from Antonio yep. Brown. Uh, well, as much as we can. Uh, we'll talk about uh, Cam Newton next. He's officially ruled out for Sunday's game. Uh, not much of a surprise to me. Uh, I think it probably could have happened last week. I I think this is good for Cam Newton. It's going to give him some time to heal. He There's something wrong with Cam Newton, and yeah. it's hurting the whole team. And yeah. he's, uh, he's, not ready. he's not the same player he's been the rest of his career no and uh i don't think you need to hold on to him or anything like that unless you know you're you're in a very deep quarterback league okay then go for it you and i are in a league like that where yeah the quarterbacks that are available aren't playing so <laughs> um you know in that kind of league sure hold on to cam newton but if you're i mean if yeah, you're in a 10 team redraft ours league is a 14 person two quarterback league like that's rough yeah. Yeah, so you need two starting quarterbacks, obviously, and you can't drop somebody like Cam Newton in a league like that. But if you're in a 10-team redraft, just drop him. Go pick up somebody else. It'll be fine. Um, As for the remaining Panthers players, we'll talk about them a little bit later when we're talking about the matchups. But doesn't, I mean, doesn't hurt uh, Christian McCaffrey all that much, in my opinion. But um, we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, more big news is Damian Williams running back for, uh, the Kansas city chiefs has been ruled out for week three. Uh, this is kind of what we were talking about. I don't know if you remember Justin, but this is why I was down on him going into the season is there was no proof that he could handle a full workload. Yeah. Here, here we are week three and he's already missing time and there's nobody in this world that could argue with me to say that he's even gotten a full workload. So <laughs> I mean, he's on a, a timeshare right now, and he's already missing time. So, uh, yeah, I'm not high on Damian Williams, even when he comes back. I don't know how you feel about it. No, I'd I'd be willing to trade him away because uh, at this point, I'm worried that he's going to start losing more touches to uh, Darwin Thompson. Uh, not yeah. so much losing touches to McCoy because <clears throat> I think McCoy's already, a, you know, he's going to get his set amount yeah. of touches. So, 
Yeah, he's already lost those touches to McCoy, and yeah, and McCoy's had a very effective touches when when he get, does get the ball, and I think the Chiefs are happy to have that. And I totally agree with you. Darwin Thompson is a must own. Oh yeah, yeah, you need to own Darwin Thompson if he's available. Your league mates failed, and you just got to steal. So go pick up Darwin Thompson. Um, let's see. Another thing I wanted to talk about was Marcus Mariota. I know that I've put in some time in in saying that I'm not completely given up on him yet. Uh, but that Thursday night game last night. It, now, I, I have multiple times on the show talked about uh, how I don't think he's a great quarterback. Yeah, uh, I think, like I said, I thought Brissett's a better quarterback than him before Brissett was even their starting quarterback. <laughs> yeah. In his defense, this is the third offensive system that he's been in in three years. So I think he was set up for failure. Yeah. But but it's there still are failure. Guy, yeah. And there are guys that I'm sure you could have put in the same situation that would have done just fine. No, and so my thing is like, I hear people say that about different players a lot of times when they go through situations like that. And like, yeah, I get it. There's reasons why you failed. There's reasons why every player failed. But as a fantasy like player, I, mm-hmm. I don't care what the reason is. If you're failing, you're failing. And I don't want you on my team. <laughs> Rough man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't want him. I have no reason I mean, other than that league that you and I talked about, right? Obviously, he needs to be started in that kind of league. But I agree. I don't want any of their receivers, really. I I just don't. I I, I was hoping for A.J. Brown to break out after that first week and, like, establish himself as the number one wide receiver. I'm okay with admitting that I was wrong on that now, and I'm moving on from A.J. Brown. Uh, I don't want to, like you said, I don't want a receiver there. Yeah, um, the reason I bring it up is because Mike Vrabel has come out and said that they are not currently looking to make a quarterback change uh, right now. Those were his words. And I think the fact that that conversation is even happen- happening and that question's already being asked is not good news for Marcus Mariota. Um, whether the reasons, like Justin said, it's a win-now league. Um, there's the whole like rebuilding thing works in other, other professional sports, you know, a basketball team can be bad for three years and that's fine because a player's career is so much longer in the NFL. It's what, what have you done for me lately? Or what are you doing for me right now? Yeah, Derek Henry and could be gone in three years. Derek Henry could be gone in three years. Definitely. Derek Henry could, I mean, they could be trading somebody like Derek Henry away for draft picks. Like that's not out of the realm of possibility, especially if this doesn't work out for Marcus Mariota. So um, the Titans, I mean, I want, I want their defense in fantasy, but I don't think I, I mean, Derek Henry, keep plugging him in there. Uh, Delaney Walker's an okay. Middle of the pack tight end. Uh, Sure. If you, if I'm not waiting for him though, if you waited till late uh, in like a 12 team league, Delaney Walker's a great start, right? You 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 got something there. But, um, yeah, moving on from the Titans receivers overall. <clears throat> um, okay, and then Devin Singletary, uh, big one here. The last the last one I really wanted to talk about, uh, running back for the Bills. He's ruled out for week three. It's unfortunate, man. You and I are both really high on Devin Singletary. I, I'm still high on him for, for the year, but, um, I mean, we mentioned it last week with this little hamstring non-contact thing. Yep. Non-contact is not something you ever want to hear when it comes to an injury. <clears> that means there's there's probably something bigger wrong there uh, that's causing this to happen. And then with the hamstring, we mentioned how you know there is a correlation between hamstring strains or tightness or whatever you want to call it and ACL yeah. uh, tears. And those so, those hamstring injuries always seem to be nagging. They'll keep players out for, you know, they'll be back a week and then they'll yeah. be gone another week. Yeah. I, I don't think I'm, you know, dropping De- Devin Singletary right now. I'm actually not trading him because you're getting such a low value out of him. Uh, but I mean, it's something to monitor. If you have him on your team, make sure that you have running back depth around him. Yeah, so. for sure. Uh, okay. I, as part of that though, uh, Frank Gore, he, he emerges from the ashes that is death of fantasy into a yeah. phoenix and rises again. 
uh, if you asked him, he'd be like, I, I never, I never fell. I can't rise. I can't <laughs> rise if I don't fall. He's like, I'm always here. I'm just doing the same thing every yep. day. Just tell, tell me when to go in coach. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Never dies. Yeah. Rancor. And now once again, my nemesis returns to who's that TJ Yeldon. He I just wanted you to say his name. God, he's going to take some <laughs> of these pass-catching downs away from Frank Gore. You really want Frank Gore out there catching passes, though? <laughs> oh, yeah, I do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the team probably shouldn't want that, but no. but I want to see it. <laughs> uh, all right, well, that's all the, the news I had. Um, obviously, oh. I, I expect a few more things to maybe break this afternoon, but... Let's jump into the news nobody cares about. Yeah, so we got some news no one cares about here. I'm gonna I'm gonna go through it a little bit quick because I got quite a bit of it. So, first of all, what kind of news day would it be without Antonio Brown? Uh, Antonio. A good day. <laughs> yeah, maybe in the future we'll see. Uh, Antonio Brown's being sued by his former doctor in Pittsburgh uh, for eleven thousand dollars for farting in his face. <laughs> I heard about this before the season started. Yeah. This was a story. Yeah. There, there was a doctor associated with the team, correct? Uh, so it, he was loosely associated with the team, but Antonio Brown told him he was going to hire him to be like on salary for him to be his wellness, overall wellness doctor. And uh, then he never paid him any money. And there's a video of him just continuously farting as the, every time the doctor leans in to check him. That's it's messed up, <laughs> right? That, that guy's a man child. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, Antonio Brown, your mom is ashamed of you. <laughs> uh, see, you there's players you hate too, Perry. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of reasons to hate Antonio Brown, and not so many reasons to hate T.J. Yeldon. All right, let's <laughs> let's pump the brakes on that that little topic. <laughs> All I'm Jeez. saying, TJ Yeldon, much worse person than Antonio Brown. That's wow. <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> uh, okay, t- so Tom Brady says I'm upset. <laughs> I can't let that one go. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, <laughs> Tom You're an animal. Tom Brady says he's fed up with the refs last night during the the football game, and then the ne- this morning says he's pro refs uh <laughs> kind of confused by the two statements i think that's uh tom brady's people being like you can't make statements like that <laughs> yeah i agree they asked him for clarification and he said he doesn't want to talk about uh the refs just the jets yeah yeah that sounds like he's uh parroting his coach a yep. little bit yep so he probably I mean, got a phone call after that tweet <laughs> yeah I don't. I don't take anything the Patriots say seriously. No. So. Oh, this breaking. You remember? Uh, I told you about the fire that happened during the. I think it's Titan yeah. Colts game. Uh, so the NFL's banning pyrotechnics after that. <laughs> Darn it! <laughs> yeah, because of that. Man, well, there go. I'm not going to any NFL games this year. Right. I don't get to see fire. Yeah, if there's not something catching on fire unintentionally, I'm not there. Yeah, that's my motto. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then this kind of lastly, but the, it's uh, it's a grouping here. We got some uh, Garden Minshew facts here. Ooh, uh, so Garden Minshew worked out in nothing okay, it's but gar- it's Gardner. Oh, Gardner. sorry, I like Garden. Not garden. <laughs> I like Garden. <laughs> Secret Garden. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and. Oh, man, about his name. Well, I'll get to that. Uh, Gar- Gardner Minshew worked out in nothing but aviators and his jock strap in college. Nice. <laughs> During camp at Washington State University, he did a naked cannonball. <laughs> wait, like, wait, like into a pool or out of a cannon? I couldn't find any clarification. <laughs> no video evidence? No. <laughs> Uh, None you could pull up on a work computer, at least. <laughs> uh, his Gardner uh, Minshew's grandfather wanted to name him Beowulf. Beowulf? <laughs> yeah. Dude. <laughs> right? 
that's an auto start. Right. I so in fantasy. I, so if, the, if my quarterback's named Beowulf Minshew, yeah. I'm starting him 100 percent of the time. Right. So screw Gardner. I'm not calling him that anymore. He is now Beowulf. Beowulf. All right. <laughs> uh, Grandpa had it, man. Right. Uh, <clears throat> week. I believe it was week two when he came in. Uh, he had a passing accuracy of 69.69%. Uh, I saw a couple of those passes. He could have completed those, and he purposely missed those to keep that percent. I'm positive of it. <laughs> yeah, we'll let, the, we'll let the listeners unpack that one. <laughs> uh, when, when he left uh, college, or when he left for college, he told his dad, you're now the man of the house. <laughs> I love this kid. <laughs> right, and that's all my uh, my facts so far. Uh, I'm Ooh. sure we'll have more going forward with uh, with Beowulf. Yeah, I want a gardener or a Beowulf Minshew fact of the week going forward. I'll 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 do that for sure. I'm gonna have to. <laughs> all right. <laughs> You ready to get into these uh, week three games? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, uh, let's start with uh, the game last night, first game of the week. Just a, a quick overview of it. Um, we'll start with the Titans, right? We already talked about Marcus Mariota. It, when you look at the stat line, 23 for 40, 340 yards. You know, he threw for 300 yards, no interceptions. You think, okay, that's not too bad. Uh, it just doesn't look good, and he doesn't make the people around him better. And when you have a starting NFL quarterback, you hope to make the people around you better, bring up the mediocrity, and he doesn't he doesn't do it. I, that's how I feel about it, at least. It's, it's just like, it just feels like a big, stagnant, like, swamp. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, not liking it. Yeah. Derrick Henry, seven, 17 carries for 44 yards and a touchdown. It's a rough night, man. Uh, I will say that Jacksonville's defense looked much much better last night uh which is probably part of the reason why those numbers are so poor but uh i don't know would have liked better the touchdown saved us night i mean uh a 17 rushes for a 44 yard line is not is not ideal out of uh out of derrick henry but <clears throat> and then uh we already talked about the wide receivers uh, adam humphreys being the number one target of, of the night uh, i can't i can't interpret i mean AJ Brown won one reception for four yards, right? And and he was the guy two weeks ago. And and Corey Davis is still Corey Davis. And Delaney Walker, like Justin said, is the only one you should really care about here. Um, I'm not starting a wide receiver. I'm not owning a wide receiver on Tennessee. No, yeah, tight end and running backs acceptable, and that's about it. Right. Uh, the Jaguars side of the ball, uh, Beowulf Minshew looked good again, man. 204 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, no interceptions, 20 for 30, very efficient. Uh, I, he's spot start. I'd do it. I mean, this Tennessee Titans defense is very, very good. I'm fine with it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the fact that he puts up, you know, decent numbers, doesn't turn the ball over against, you know, could be top three defense in the league. Yeah, and I, his name's Beowulf, so you got to. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, if he goes out and plays a, a, a poor defense, I'd, I'd start Gardner Minshew, depending on what I my other options were. Uh, rushing the ball, Leonard Fournette was the only uh, running back to touch the ball for the Jaguars, which is kind of what we expect. Very, very inefficient night. Uh, if you didn't watch the game, he had like negative six yards going into the fourth quarter. <laughs> yeah. And then, bust, and then busted a 69-yard run. Uh, which and got I tackled mean, and then got tackled. Uh, he was fast, man, but he was trying to, I mean, he had three corners chasing him down. Like it, you didn't pick up Leonard Fournette, or they didn't draft Leonard Fournette for his speed, but uh, <clears throat> kind of saved his night. I mean, he did have uh, six receptions for 26 yards. So if you're in a PPR league, you were, you were doing just fine. Um, you and I were talking earlier today about Leonard Fournette and while superiorly inefficient, uh, he was playing a very good defense last night, like I just mentioned. Um, and just the amount of work, the fact that not a single other running back touched the ball last night, that's why you're owning Leonard Fournette. So uh, I'm still starting him. How do you yeah. feel about Leonard Fournette? Yeah, I was saying the, the fact that he's the only 
you know, the only show there and, you know, you, you can't not start him. He's, uh, he's getting a hundred percent of the carries. That's just, that's, I mean, there's not, a, there's not a lot of backfields where yeah. you can say that. Yeah. There's not there, a lot of room for anyone else. Uh, according to my calculation, two? that's almost all of the carries. <laughs> two, <laughs> two or three backfields. I mean, the jets, the Jaguars, maybe the Titans now with Derrick Henry, although Dion Lewis is there. So, or James, James White, James White's there. Or is it Dion Lewis? I can never keep those two for, right. Dion Lewis is, is yeah. the Titans. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> wide res- or the wide receivers, DJ Shark. Shark. Shark, yeah. Four for 76 and a touchdown. He's kind of the guy of the night. I know I, I mentioned possibly starting him this week. You aren't so high on it. Man, as soon as I get this uh, sound or audio drop thing figured out, I am definitely putting the baby shark thing there for him. I hate that song. (laughs) (laughs) Baby shark. Oh, God. Okay, moving on here. Let's get into the games that haven't been played yet. We're going to start with the premier game of the week. That's the Cowboys at the Dolphins. Uh, Justin, I think we're just starting Cowboys, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Start all the Cowboys, start their water boy, start their GM, uh, start the guy that drives their bus to get him to the, to the, the field that day on the Dolphins side of the ball. Their kicker. Um, just not, yeah, start the Cowboys, no, kicker, the, not the Dolphins. Yeah, kicker. yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're, <laughs> Whoa. uh, no, the, on the right or yeah, on, uh, Miami Cowboys. side of the ball there, there yeah. isn't one. So, right. If you have a if you have... Miami player on your team, I'd probably just leave him on the bench and have it as an open spot because there is a chance that they get negative points. Yeah. Uh, you, if, if your league somehow has punters in it, you should start their punter. Ooh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I like that. <clears throat> if he has a chance, there might just be turnovers. <laughs> Anyways, long story short, uh, start your Cowboys. If you can stream the Cowboys defense this week, do it. Do it. The Patriots scored 37 fantasy points against the Dolphins last week, their defense. So let's move on to the Bills Bengals. This should be a closer game, I think. Um, Bengals side of the ball. Who are you starting on the Bengals? Who do you Uh, like? On the Bengals side? Ooh. Um, It it depends on your league. Uh, Andy Dalton uh, isn't a bad choice. Uh, Then. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Boyd, obviously, you're, I feel like he's a, a must start at this point, uh, just because there's no competition really there for him. What about John Ross? I mean, John Ross is there, but John Ross is filling a different role. Yeah, so John Ross, uh, he he's more of that big play back uh, or big play uh, receiver. Uh, he's going to yeah. have you know fewer catches long for the long haul. Um, I still, I'm still starting him. I yeah. mean, if, obviously, like if you have better options, you don't. But yeah, he's it, startable. Yeah, I, I could see uh, having him in a flex spot depending on who else you have. Um, yeah. But that that's uh, I'm not opposed to it. Like he he's uh, been doing pretty well. He's getting targeted, and I think you're okay starting him uh, in that flex spot depending on your other options. Obviously, up until AJ Green comes back. Yeah, that'll that'll be the real story. And AJ Green still isn't practicing, so you're not at risk of that this week or probably yeah. even next week. So they, they said he was in practice uh, running routes, uh, but with a heavy limp. Oh, I I read today he sat out practice today. No, yeah, so he he's not a participant in the practice. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, running backs for the Bengals. I'm still not touching it. Not touching the backfield. I don't, even yeah. even Joe Mixon. Yeah, I'm not I, interested. I agree with you. Which uh, uh, that's it's sad. Yeah, the Bills side of the ball. We kind of already talked about the running backs. I think Frank Gore, right? He he's a great start this yeah. week. Yeah, that's my start of the week, Frank Gore. Uh, I think he's uh, someone you could get off the waiver wires and just if you need running back this week, he's a great start. He's going to get tons of volume. Sure. sure. Yeah. If you had Damian Williams, and uh, you can't. I mean, Lashawn McCoy's already owned. Go start uh, uh, Frank Gore. Those two old guys are going to run the league forever, man. <laughs> uh, wide receivers, John Brown. He's I, yes. I think John Brown's for real. I, I think that he's a must start this week. Yeah, I agree. 
start your John Browns, uh, start your start your Josh Allens. That's totally fine with me as well. Josh yeah. Allen probably another rushing touchdown this week. It seems to do it every every single week. So yeah, and another thing is uh, the Bengals run defense has been really bad. Yeah. So yeah. so I like Frank Gore this week. I do. Uh, let's move on here to the Lions and the Eagles. Uh, we already talked about Carryon Johnson. We talked about him in the last episode. Uh, with C.J. Anderson gone, I like Carryon a lot here. Basically, I've been doing a little bit more reading on this situation. There essentially isn't a running back there that's going to take that goal line work now. There's nobody there that's that big, huge bowling ball of a man to bounce off the lineman. Now it's Carryon. Carryon is the guy. So uh, start Carryon Johnson, definitely. Don't be afraid to do it. Uh, Matthew Stafford, if you have to, I, I think there are better options, especially in like a 10, 12 team league. Which of the wide receivers do you like in Detroit? Um, oh, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if there's any I want to start. Is Galladay? He, I, I would rather have, uh, I think, I mean, John Brown or someone like that. Or, yeah. you know, even, I think I might even start Ross over him. Yeah, I think I agree with both of those players. Um, and then, I mean, I feel like Marvin Jones should be better than Kenny Galladay. Uh, an- I don't know. Another one. Also, you got TJ Hawkinson there at tight end. Uh, I'm, Oof. I don't know if I trust him. Uh, I know. Not after the, the donut he threw up last week. Yeah. So I, I, I'm not, I'm going to. I'd tell you guys don't start Hawkinson if you have another option. Uh, I know tight ends uh, a fickle uh, area to mistress. Yeah, so yeah. you might you know you might be stuck starting him. Uh, that's fine, yeah. but uh, I don't let's see jump, it going well. Let's jump over to the Philadelphia side here. Uh, I like a lot of the Philadelphia players that are actually playing right with Alshon out. With Deshaun Jackson out, I really like Nelson Aguilar this week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's well. Also, they're saying Alshon. Uh, last word I saw said Alshon is probable to play now. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah. That I, that was uh, as of about an hour ago. Okay. Do you have if you have Alshon on your team, twelve team league? Are you starting Alshon Jeffrey this week? No. Uh. Just because he's just coming back from that injury, I don't know how much he's utilized and how much he plays. Uh, it, I think him playing hurts Aguilar's value. I'm still okay with starting Aguilar, though. Okay. Do you start John Ross over Alshon? Yeah, yeah. You, you start Kenny Holiday over Alshon? See, I have them pretty close uh, together. Uh, I think I'm going with Galladay just because he's healthy. Yeah, I think in an ideal situation, I don't have to make that choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the the problem with them is uh, Galladay. Uh, I feel like I I'm not huge on him, but I know I know he's playing the full game. Uh, Alshon right. Jeffrey, there's a chance that after the first hit, he doesn't come back to the field. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the running backs, Miles Sanders, Jordan Howard, starting either starting. I'm okay both. with Miles Sanders. Yeah. I am as well. I think uh, they have a talent in Miles Sanders. So. Yeah. Uh, and, and obviously, just, start just as we once. said weeks ago, he's slowly taking over that backfield. Yeah, he is, and I think he's far more talented than absolutely than Jordan Howard. Okay, let's move on here. Jets Patriots. Uh, we'll try and speed things up. We're going slow. You yeah. and I are so bad at going. going I know. Quickly. Right. Uh, All right. So Jets, your start. You everyone knows you're starting Le'Veon. Patriots. Yep. Uh, obviously you're not starting Antonio Brown. Uh, start the rest of your Patriots. Yeah, with Antonio Brown out, I really like the other Patriots wide receivers. I really like Josh Gordon this week a lot. Uh, and then are you starting Robbie Anderson at all on the Jets? I'm not. Uh, yeah. yeah, I, I agree. I know a lot of people are big on him. I'm, I'm, I'm not sold. Yeah, uh, I also really like the Patriots defense this week. The yeah, Jets are I'm... on to their third quarterback. So uh, if, uh, if you have them, play them. If they're available, grab them. Falcons Colts. I think this should be a pretty good game. Yeah. Uh, on the Falcon side of the ball, I like all their obvious starters except the running backs. 
Yeah, still I still don't think, know what the heck's going on back there. Exactly. I don't want to start Devonta Freeman. I'm putting him on my bench if uh, I have better options, which I yeah. believe I do. Um, and I believe yeah, most of you would. Uh, and I, I, I see him like if he doesn't perform up to par here, I don't think I'm comfortable starting him again. Like if he's not putting up double digit numbers, I'm not going to be putting him in for until he can prove he can do that. Yeah, um, I like both of the wide receivers on the Falcons. Just start them both. Uh, both cool with me on a start. The Colts side of the ball, uh, Marlon Mack, definitely start him. T.Y. Hilton, definitely start him. Yep. Right, start your Colts, in yeah, fact. I'm, I'm okay with Don't start with your Colt Colts. tight ends. Thank you. Yep, that's the one that you got to avoid. <laughs> uh, Raiders-Vikings. This is a big game for, for the Raiders, right? The Raiders start 2-0. They look like a good team, but they haven't played a very good team. The Vikings should be a pretty good team. Maybe not a Super Bowl contender like they thought they might be, but uh, this should be a pretty tight game here. Are you starting your Raiders other than Josh Jacobs, who is healthy and is playing? Yes. I know uh, you're obviously starting him. Darren Waller. <clears throat> starting Darren Waller. Okay. Yes. Uh, the wide receivers, I'm not starting any of their wide receivers just due to the Vikings – uh, defensive backs. They have really good defensive backs. Uh, they're good at uh, shutting down big plays, which is what the Raiders are going to need. So uh, sure. I think this will be great for – I think Josh Jacobs will do fine. And, yeah, I'm not starting any wide receivers. And that fact alone is why I like Darren Waller a lot. Yeah. It's because they're going to have to look to, to cut under those DBs, and that's Darren Waller cutting across the middle. So I like him a lot. The Vikings side of the ball, I mean, if you have Kirk Cousins, oof, I think you have better options. We just yeah. haven't seen it yet this year. Go, so. Yeah, go get a quarterback off the waiver wire. That's exactly why we don't draft quarterbacks. You can stream them week to week, find a good matchup. Yeah, you're starting Dalvin Cook 100%. He looks like the best running back in the league right now. Uh, and then the wide receivers, you have to pick one. Who's it going to be? From the Vikings? Yeah. Uh, ooh, I think I'm, I'm going Thielen. Me too. Yeah, I'm going Thielen. Diggs just hasn't done it either. Diggs is right along uh, with Kirk Cousins on that underperforming train. So yeah. uh, let's move on here to, uh, I think, both our game of the week, and that's the Ravens and the Chiefs. This should be a real good one. Uh, I really hope this is a very good one. Start them. Yeah. So start all, them all. of them. <laughs> all of them. Uh, my start of the week is LaShawn McCoy. Uh, you know, obviously, when it comes to the start of the week, I could pick somebody like Alvin Kamara or I could pick somebody like Lev Bell, these obvious starts. Um, the start of the week, it's supposed to be, um, hey, this guy's kind of a question, uh, but this week, I don't think you need to question it. Start LaShawn McCoy. Darwin Thompson will eventually start to fill in that role, but this week, LaShawn McCoy is going to get work, and it should be good. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for that game. I, Let's move on. I'm okay with starting all of the chief, like Demarcus Robinson and and uh, Michael Hardman. I am as well. Well, all three: Sammy, Demarcus, and yeah. Michael. Yeah. I'd have to be in a fairly deep league to start all three. I mean, but I also would. I'm be not surprised. starting all three on one team. Like if oh, I obviously. own one team, yeah. But I'm saying I'm okay with starting any one of those three. I think two of them will have great games. The other one will be have an okay game. But picking which yeah, two will be exactly. is impossible. You got a 66% so, chance. Throw them in there. Yeah. Uh, Ravens side of the ball, you know, start Marquise Harlan Brown. Brown yep. Start Mark Andrews. Start Mark Ingram. Start um, Lamar Miller. Or Lamar Miller. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> you, you keep doing that. Yeah, whatever. I, I did uh, uh, a while ago, too. Uh, okay, cool. That'll be a good game. Moving on here to the Broncos and the Packers. Uh, probably going to be a closer game than people think, but I think the Packers win again. I think that's going to be the MO for the Broncos all season. Uh, I'll start Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, I'm not starting a Denver running back yet. No. Just I don't know which one it's going to be. And, and you know? that pack, and, the Packers <laughs> defense actually has been doing really good uh, against the run yeah. specifically. So Yeah. I think uh, if I'm in a deep league, 14-team league, something like that, sure, I'll start one of the Broncos running backs because I probably have to. But uh, I'm going to try and avoid it. I'm going to yeah. make efforts to not have to do it. But it, Emmanuel Sanders If you're is starting still, one of them, which one? <clears throat> Philip Lindsay. Man. 
it's really hard, man. Yeah, I think I go with Royce. It's just like the, I mean, it's not just like the Chiefs wide receivers, right? But I feel like it's the same situation as like. It could be either one. Yeah, it could. Right. Like who's going to be the pass catching back this week? That's where what it really matters. Absolutely. Um, On the Packers side of the ball, Devontae Adams. I mean, don't worry about Devontae Adams. He's going to be fine. Yeah. Right, Justin? Yeah. So there's something I want to talk about with that, because like he hasn't been putting up the numbers that you want to see from him. Uh, But just to give you guys some like perspective on this uh last year at week two Tariq Cohen was run the running back 51 he finished as the running back 11 Chris Carson was the running back 45 finished as the running back 15 Uh, Nelson Aguilar was the wide receiver 20 finished as the wide receiver 51 uh Jesse James was the tight end number two at week two (laughs) finished as tight end 32 like yeah. we're only at week two. Don't overreact yeah. to this stuff. Uh, there's it's a long season. Uh, th- he's gonna be fine. That, yeah. That's my point. Yeah, fantasy football isn't about reflex. It's about uh, following trends and making the right decisions based on trends. And Devonte Adams will be just fine. Definitely start him. Uh, are you starting the, either of the other two wide receivers there? I'm not, because like you said, it's about trends, and they have not established a trend. No, they have not. Still starting Aaron Rodgers, though I expect another bad week from him against Denver. The Denver defense is good. So, you know, I'm sorry you drafted Aaron Rodgers, but I tried to warn you. Um, Let's move on to the Cardinals and the Panthers. It's unfortunate that Cam Newton's not playing. That means that the Panthers' wide receivers, in my opinion, you have to expect them to take a, a dip here in... Um, production uh, I think if you're all in right now on DJ Moore you probably could start him but I would take a look at your waiver wire see if you can find something a little bit yeah, better the only pass catching back I'm in on is uh, or pass catcher I'm in on is uh, Greg Olson yeah yeah I, I think so I you know the history with Greg Olson Cam Newton is very good uh, but I think they have they kind of have a special connection there I, I agree I just somebody I, has you to see catch the ball. yeah you see a lot of younger uh quarterbacks tend to check down to to their tight end and running backs which is why we love christian mccaffrey this week absolutely i think you cannot not start christian mccaffrey so just don't even worry about it just put him in and then this one where we we kind of differ on with the wide receivers on the cardinal side right i think it's been noted i don't know you and i have a lot of conversations about football some of them in the (laughs) podcast some of them in real life i know it's hard to remember which ones are which yeah, I still like Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, I, and, I don't dislike him. And unlike TJ Yeldon, he is the best human being in the NFL. <laughs> he is. I, that's not a joke. He is the best human being. I mean, the TJ but, Yeldon part's a joke, but the Larry Fitzgerald part is not. Like yeah. he, He's just an awesome person. So I love seeing him stay around so long in the NFL yeah. and continue to perform at such a high level. Yeah, you and I were talking right before we started recording here. Christian Kirk is the guy that you're taking between the two. Yeah, and I don't think you're I don't think you're crazy, right? I don't think anybody's crazy for picking Christian Kirk. I think the pendulum is starting to swing back or away from Larry Fitzgerald, and they're going to start throwing it to Christian Kirk more, right? He's the future. Uh, but Larry Fitzgerald's done it two games in a row. Larry Fitzgerald has done it his whole career. So I'm starting Larry Fitzgerald, Justin starting Christian Kirk. This could be the week that it happens. It yeah. could be next week. So um, they but both need I, to be I strongly believe it'll be this season. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I agree with that. I strongly believe that Larry Fitzgerald will not be playing next season. But uh, let's uh, let's move on to the Giants and the Bucks. Uh, the Giants starting a new era here. Eli Manning, not their starter. Yeah, exit stage yep. left. You excited about this? Um, yeah, I actually am. I feel like this gives because I mean Eli Manning. We knew exactly what we were getting uh, with that offense with Eli Manning, and it mm-hmm. it wasn't good. You know, like that known quantity wasn't good. So having an unknown quantity there uh, is better than having a bad known quantity. Uh, yeah. So I want to see what he does. If he, you know, he might be able to. Even if I don't, I'm not saying the Giants are going to become a good team. Because uh, that's not going to happen, but he may establish more fantasy relevance, and that's what we yeah. care about. So, 
you know, pay attention to who he's targeting in the game. I'm not starting any of their wide receivers. Uh, obviously, you're starting Saquon and Eric Ebron, but just pay attention to who he's Evan, talking. Or Evan, Evan Ingram, Ingram sorry. <laughs> yeah, uh, and that's Daniel Jones for he, for yeah. anybody who's yeah, wondering. Absolutely. Um, a lot of people in the industry, Justin, are having this this debate real quick, so let's do it. Is Eli Manning a Hall of Fame quarterback? Will he be in the Hall of Fame? Uh, now, so... Yes, he should will. I should Eli should Eli Manning be in the Hall of Fame? No, he because shouldn't. The easy answer is yes, he will be. Yeah, yeah, yes, he will be in the Hall of Fame. No, he should not be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, he has never been an elite quarterback. He's never he's never been that amazing. The years they won uh, Super Bowls, they had elite defenses, which carried he him was, to Super Bowls. He was a he is a two time Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, yeah, which the quarterback almost always is in the Super Bowl. <laughs> like it, it's almost a given. Someone else has to do something amazing to take that from the quarterback. As soon as the game starts in the Super Bowl, the quarterback is the MVP until otherwise until someone else takes it from him, instead of yeah. it just being up for grabs. I will. Uh, I will say, I think. He, if you look at his numbers and don't say his name, I think he's borderline, right? He's like that kind of guy, like definitely not first ballot, could take a few years, might sneak in if you didn't know his name. Yeah, and uh, my problem is but, there's too many – I think there's too many quarterbacks that f- fall into those same stat lines that will not yeah. make it. Yeah. I I think the when it comes to the Hall of Fame, there is this thing that it's like this intangible – unmeasurable like he's great kind of thing that you get with any kind of player and and i think it's important to have that absolutely uh, and and it weighs in on the voting so if i had a vote eli manning to me does not have that and i would not vote him in but the statistics that he has carried through his whole career i mean teeters it teeters so uh it's it's interesting he will make the hall of fame though He'll be in the Hall of Fame, and whether or not he should be or deserves it, that's another debate. Okay, thank you for that. Uh, moving on to the Bucks. Here, uh, are you starting Jameis Winston going forward at all? Unless super deep two quarterback league. Um, no. Yeah, I agree. Jameis Winston's bad at football. Uh, are you starting uh, <laughs> which running back? Oh, I I got a. I'm sorry, Perry. I'm gonna take us back a little bit here. Oh, sorry. Uh. Do you think Bob Greasy should be in the Hall of Fame? Uh, no. Because <laughs> yeah, he also has two Super Bowl wins. Uh, I said Super Bowl MVPs. Yeah, I know. But my point is, like, that's what people go to. I think Super Bowl victories is irrelevant for um, for that to look at for that. Like, You're one of the few. I know. I know. And that's why he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I, I'm just saying, if you look at the career stats, he teeters on that. Like, you yeah. take the name out of it, and you and you just say, here's X player, here's how many games he played in a row, here's his yardage, here's his touchdowns, here's his interceptions, and he won two Super Bowls, right? People might be like, ooh, yeah, he was probably pretty good. Who was that, right? Uh, and then you say Eli Manning, and people are like, wait, he sucks. Yeah, and so <laughs> I, I I agree with you. It has to. It goes back to that. Like, does he have that intangible? Because you got people like right. Brett Favre who've thrown for massive amount of yards and touchdowns, and even more massive amounts of interceptions. Uh, yeah. But he has that intangible. He's he, you know, he's a Hall of Famer. So yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, but if I had a vote, I wouldn't vote for him. <laughs> and I completely agree. Sorry. So yeah. let's get back into some fantasy. Uh, Jameis All Winston. Right. No, don't start him. No. Which uh, Bucks running back are you starting? I'm not. Uh, Wrong. Gun to your head. Gun to your head. Which <laughs> one are you starting? For uh, the listeners. Oh. <laughs> hit my mic. Uh, that's oh, and dropped an F. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it's been so long since I did that. Ooh. Uh, sorry. Sorry, Sean. No, it's me today. Uh, Ooh, well, all right. Well, sorry. Quack you. Barber, I guess. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad like, I asked the question. <laughs> yeah, I was like, why put me? Why do you put me here? I don't want either of them. Can I drop them and pick someone else up? <laughs> no, uh, but we'll move on to the next question, which is, 
Name the number one wide receiver on the Bucks this week. Oh. oh man. I don't think I don't think I know I was saying earlier about the week two, don't overreact, blah blah blah. Uh I still agree with all of that. That being said, I don't think Mike Evans is going to be the number one wide receiver here. I, I don't either do I. Yeah. I, I, I think it's yeah i i think that transition has happened which i mean we had talked about this before the season start that it very well could uh i mike evans still a great wide receiver uh mm-hmm. but yeah i'm going with with godwin i like godwin a lot okay let's move on here we got five more games let's break yeah. these out real quick yeah uh, saints seahawks drew Brees is out okay start alvin kamara Ta- Star Alvin Kamara, it's noted Teddy Bridgewater and uh, what's his name? What? Who's who's oh, their other Taysom? The one Taysom Hill. They're going to both be playing quarterback. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like it's going to be a little bit more of a split than what they had with the Drew Brees Taysom Hill stuff. So that's weird. I don't want either of them. Yeah. At all. No. Nope. Uh, and then wide receivers start your Michael Thomas. I'm not starting any other wide receiver there. Yeah, and I'm On not Seahawks, happy with starting him either, but I'm starting him. On the Seahawks side of the ball, uh, start Russell Wilson. He looks good. Uh, start Chris Carson. Looks real good. DK Metcalf. St- start DK Metcalf. I agree. I like DK Metcalf a lot. Are you starting Tyler Lockett? No. Are you starting Tyler Lockett over Tyler Boyd? Absolutely not. Uh, Mike Evans. No. Tyler Lockett. You're, you'd start Mike Evans over Tyler Lockett? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I would as well. Uh, I don't like Tyler Lockett. No, I, he, he's, he's going to score another touchdown yeah, this week because I said this. He's going to have one catch for 89 yards and a touchdown. Or yep. he's going to have one catch for 10 yards, and that's it. Yeah, I don't like Tyler Lockett, and he's going to have a fantastic week because I said all this. So, Okay, uh, let's move on. Texans-Chargers. This should be a pretty close game. Uh, I'm starting all my obvious starters here. Is there anybody you're shying away from? Uh, no. Uh, I'm avoiding. The, the... I'm, I'm avoiding the two, the number two, number three wide receiver for the Texans. I don't want to start Will Fuller. Oh I yeah, don't yeah, yeah. Start QQQT. Um, shoot. What's the? I'm just can't remember his name right now. The running back for the Chargers. Chargers. Oh, for the Chargers. Uh, uh, Eckler. Uh, Eckler. So Eckler. Uh, this is going to be great for him start start him i mean i feel like it's obvious at this point but the this defense has not been good against the run and he's been doing amazing like his stats are out of this world just ride that wave while it lasts yeah like austin eckler a lot uh if you have to start i mean if you have philip rivers yeah okay you can start him i don't know check your waiver wire see what's available stream a quarterback uh and then wide receivers start Keenan Allen, of course. Uh, That's all I'm starting, unless it's a yeah, deeper league. I agree. Steelers 49ers, I think uh, we I mentioned this before we started talking, but I would have been very excited to watch this game it, like week one or week two before Ben Roethlisberger got hurt because the 49ers look good and the Steelers, right, you'd think they're supposed to be good, but... I'm a little worried that this game might be kind of a dud. I kind of think the Niners are going to dominate again. Yeah, I'm super excited about this as a 49er fan. Uh, yeah. Just because, yeah, I agree with you. Their defense has been amazing. Don't start. I'm not. I don't want to start any Steelers at all. Um, yeah. So the 49ers defense has I, I scored say, more touchdowns gonna, than they've I'm had gonna, scored on them. I'm going to interrupt you, James Conner. You probably have to start him from because of where you drafted him. Yeah, but if you have and Juju, I mean, you may have been able to get an Austin Eckler or someone like that that may have been able to supplement oh, if, that. Sure. So if you did, uh, right? If you have any of the guys that we've already mentioned that are obvious starts, start them. But you probably have to start Juju and and James Conner just considering where you drafted him. Yeah, I, I, I'm looking for other people to start though. Uh, the, like I said, the 49ers defense has been doing great. Their offense hasn't been amazing. Uh, especially in the passing uh, realm, but they've been doing, they've been doing great. Their defense has been amazing. So I don't like that a brand new quarterbacks coming in against them for his 
first start. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Rams Browns. Oh, on the 49ers side real quick. Oh. Uh, uh, I'm okay with starting any of their running backs, uh, Breda, uh, Mozart, and that's about it. Yeah. Uh, I agree with that, and I'm not starting a wide receiver from, from that team. No, I did pick up Debo Samuels in a couple leagues just to hold on to him, uh, and maybe later in the season I'll play him. Yeah. Rams-Browns uh, here, uh, you and I talked. We're not starting Jared Goff this week. At home, I'm willing to like entertain the idea of starting Jared Goff right now, but they're away, and Jared Goff has been nothing but terrible this season, so I'm not starting Jared Goff. Yeah, uh, I'm starting Todd Gurley. You, you probably have to start him, and you're probably going to be fine. Um, I don't like Todd Gurley. I know, but he hasn't given us a reason to not start him yet. Yeah, yeah. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for that reason, and I think it's coming. I'm I'm with you on that. But if I'm giving other people advice, I'm going to tell them, yeah, you have to start him. Yeah, now. I agree. Yeah, if you drafted him, then put him in. Yeah. And yeah, why did you but draft him? I told him. you not to. <laughs> don't go out and get him do not trade for Todd Gurley right now uh wide receivers uh we were talking before I I rank them Robert Woods as 1a uh Cooper Cup as 1b and then I have Brandon Cooks as number two and I have the the first two just flip-flopped which I like we we're talking about we we both agree with that that it, that's fine like you I could see yeah. it either way uh I'm not upset with someone seeing it differently than me uh, but obviously, I see Cup as higher. That's why uh, I made the bet with Perry before a season starts. Yeah. On the Brown side of the ball, I mean, Baker Mayfield, if you want to start it, start him. Yeah, it's just, I mean, you drafted him so high that that's why you don't draft him high, right? Yeah. And, I don't want to bring... start him. Uh, I, I want another option this week. I, uh, I want to bring up a comment that was left on our YouTube, uh, our last episode regarding a trade that a player made for Baker Mayfield. Mm. Uh, first of all, I really appreciate leaving a comment. Yeah. Do that more. We're happy to answer questions and that sort of thing. Uh, but you mentioned that you traded a couple players for Baker Mayfield, and now you have to fill a couple roster spots. And you mentioned a couple of their quarterbacks that were available. I would have just picked up one of those quarterbacks and never traded for Baker Mayfield. I don't know exactly which type of league you're in, right? Maybe you're in a you know a two quarterback league or a super deep league or a dynasty or something like that. Uh, but whenever you're trading for a quarterback, you're probably losing that trade just because there's so much depth at quarterback. So um, keep that in mind if anybody ever offers you a trade for quarterback. Yeah. The the only real exception I see to that is Pat Mahomes uh for yeah he, he's just been killing it uh i even feel that way with uh lamar jackson uh yeah he's, maybe even dak prescott a little bit yeah no i like i feel like you're losing those trades even with those guys who are killing it oh just sure because yeah. of the value out still out there uh and because they're still going to go up against those defenses that can shut them down uh yeah. and mahomes seems to be the only quarterback where that isn't the case right yeah, I mean, with Baker, even if he starts to perform at the level that you expected him to when he was drafted, I still just don't see how it's worth it to trade for him. So you've already done it, right? That's fine. Trade's done. Yeah, I think you'll have a good also, quarterback if, going forward. If you see a player you want, go out and get him. We're not telling you not to. And we'll still give you advice on how you could improve your team. So that's yeah. fine. Like, we we, we we both replied on that one, I, I think, actually, with, you know, advice for you. Yeah, thank you for the comment. Keep them coming, guys. Uh, as for the Browns, though, I think uh, you could start Baker Mayfield if you wanted to. Like I said, uh, you're definitely going to start um, Odell Beckham Jr. Or Jarvis Landry if you have to, right, in a flex spot. But if you can avoid it, he, just, he isn't doing it yet. So uh, I, he, I think he's in a name right now more than anything else. And then for Nick Chubb, you're starting Nick Chubb. Yeah, I, I agree. Cool. Okay, and then let's move on to the last game of the week, which is a Monday night game, which is a real barn burner here. Uh, that's the Bears at the team in Washington, right? The Bears, I'm not starting Mitchell Trubisky. He's he's underperformed completely. Yeah, start started... Montgomery, start okay. uh, Allen Robinson. Yeah, I think that list ends yeah, there. End of statement for yeah. the entire <laughs> game. The team in Washington, do not start adrian peterson 
he is my number one do not start of the week, if that's a thing. I'm making it a thing now because this is my podcast. Do not start Adrian Peterson against the Bears defense. You will not have a good time. Okay, well, I'm going to jump in with the do not starts then. Do not start the Miami Dolphins. (laughs) (laughs) Bold take. Man, that limb is not very thin. Uh, (laughs) uh, But back to the only player I'm considering starting on uh, Washington is McLovin. Uh, (laughs) His name's just too close to not be called McLovin. Um, But yeah, so I'm okay with starting him in a flex spot maybe if you're you're shallow and need wide receiver help uh, or – you know, you just super shallow on wide receivers. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay. And that covers that the entire week. All right, I'm sure we went over our time again. I have no idea, though. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, just we did it. Fun. Yeah, we can't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Subscribe on YouTube. Comment on this video. Tell your friends to do it. Tell your friends about the, the show. We want more people to listen to us. We want more questions. We want to give more answers. Everybody have a wonderful weekend and enjoy football. Woo.